Hello, everybody, and welcome to Partner Buzz, the AWS Partner Focus podcast here in Australia and Aotearoa, New Zealand. My name is Richard Wilmot, and in addition to being your host, I'm a Partner Management Solutions Architect here in Sydney. Partner Buzz is a podcast series for technical and business leaders within our AWS Partner Network community throughout the ANZ region. We'll be taking a deep dive into a wide range of topics to better inform and we hope also entertain our community as we build together for our joint AWS customers. But to kick us off today, I'm joined by Samal Karaniaki, Head of AWS Partner Alliance Sales for ANZ. Samal has had extensive experience working within partner ecosystems globally, and he now brings that wealth of experience to us here at AWS. Samal, thanks very much for joining us today. Great to be here, Richard. Thank you for having me, and thank you for doing such an incredible job with this podcast. Well, we hope so, but uh, thanks very much, <laughs> Samal. That's, that's, what, that's what we're going for. So um, just to kick us off, you've had a great deal of global experience, as we've said, and what I'm really interested to learn from you is what are some of those really key points that you've picked up along the way? What are those constants that just stay the same as, you, as, as you've gone through your journey? What, what have you learned about those customers and, and, and how to delight them? Yeah, look, so, um, you know, I've worked in Europe, Asia, Australasia, North America. Um, the, the concept of a customer, Richard, you know, fundamentally doesn't change, right? Yeah. So, you know, whoever's got a product or a service uh, that can fundamentally solve a problem or a, or a, or a challenge for a customer uh, has to work backwards from that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, look, from an Amazonian perspective, you know, center to everything we, we do, do as an backwards. organization is, yeah. is, is centered around, around customer obsession. Mm-hmm. Amazing. And I think that customer obsession piece is great. We're, we're well known. I think our partners understand. We talk about being customer obsessed all the time. But within the partner organization, the teams that you and I are part of, um, we're also partner obsessed as well. Let's unpack that for a little bit. What does it actually mean to you um, as, as you go about your day? In terms of partner obsession? Yeah. Oh, look, so, you know, we as an organization cannot just keep scaling to the yeah. level that we do by trying to do everything ourselves. Mm. So that's a given. Yeah. Uh, regardless of industry, horizontal, location of a customer, we've always got to work back for, backwards from the customer. We've got to, then we've got to set up you know, what we refer to as force multiplication in yeah. terms of our own ability mm. to solve and add value to that customer. And so what is that? That is through our that, partner our community. Partner. And we have 100,000 partners globally mm. uh, you know, that we work across AWS and you know, across 170 odd cust- uh, com- uh, countries. Mm. I think one of the key points to to remember, I think, um, that I'm very mindful of when I communicate to the partners I work with is that we're very much hands-off keyboards. You know, partner solution architects like myself and, and our solution architect colleagues in our, in our commercial business, we're not really hands-on. We really need our partners at scale mechanism to actually solve those problems for our customers. That's, that's an essential part of the business, as I understand it. Yeah, look, um, so the, the key thing with the role that partners play is that they are with our customers every day. Yeah. We, we are there too, but not in person necessarily. Mm-hmm. Right? And so that is a critical piece of differentiation that a partner can bring to a customer yeah. in terms of their differentiated capability to impact our technology mm-hmm. for the benefit of our customer. And also that relationship. Because what we need to be mindful of is the fact that our partners have got existing relationships with customers all the time. And really, it's, it's those relationships which, which build customer success as well. Huge. So, yeah. continuity of presence mm-hmm. uh, with the customer, continuity and capability that the partner keeps uh, leveling up, if you like, in mm-hmm. terms of our own 
uh, AWS uh, platform, but also continuity of relationship. And that is what builds trust Mm -hmm. in that partner's ability to solve that customer's uh, challenges. And it's that trust, not just just for a once-off. Really, what we're looking at is how our partners can can really partner long-term with our customers to deliver that value over time. Because really, you know, we we hear from our customers that they aren't looking for that transactional relationship. They're looking for partnership as well, really, aren't they? It, absolutely. And we use the word uh, propensity. Yeah. And propensity is all about uh, being deliberate and being focused. Mm-hmm. Uh, in any facet of business, you know, if you try and be all things to everybody, you're not going to be anything to anybody. Yeah. And so we 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 deliberately um, engage with our partners, provide all of the framework uh, and enablement, mm-hmm. so that our partners can differentiate mm-hmm. based on their propensity and capability, so that the value they effectively add to our to our to our customers in solving their problems, mm-hmm. you know, is uh, is real and it's deep. Nice. We're going to come back to talk about differentiation. Um, but what I'd love to do is just dig in a little bit more. We um, we have a number of uh, organizations within our larger partner team, um, partner sales being the, the group that you lead. Um, unpack a little bit of what partner sales is and does. Why is it important for our partners to really lean in and work with you and your team? Yeah, look, so, you know, if you kind of, again, coming back to the customer um, we have our account teams, uh, you know, who are who are organised, you know, based on customer types uh, broadly, mm-hmm. uh, and then we have partner sales. And the partner sales function uh, at a, at a high level is to bring back um, distilled customer demand mm-hmm. uh, back to our partner community uh, through that engagement. Identify which of our partners and partner types are best suited to solve that customer challenge Mm -hmm. in the most differentiated way. Nice. So really, as I see it, partner sales is that glue between our partners and the customer. And really, it's all about building that that relationship that goes both ways. You talked a lot about being able to understand how to match make the right partner with the right customer based on you know a, a number of factors such as the differentiated capability, the outcomes that we're driving. But also there's the communication back to teams like myself and partner management on what customers actually need. And I think that's something I'd love to, to dig in a little bit deeper on with. Yeah, look, glue is a, is a, is a good analogy. Mm. Um, I, th- I think it's more about connecting. Yeah. Um, so, you know, always, always being plugged into that customer or, you know, whether it be by an industry flavor, a use case or a horizontal requirement, right, yeah. within a customer. So knowing our customer is critical. Yeah. Um, you but know, also the, knowing the partner too, right? Otherwise, you can't make the right decision. 100%. And yeah. so, um, knowing our customer, how that industry or horizontal is developing, what are the trends? Mm. Um, you know, where's that going? Is there a role that, you know, AWS and our partner community can play within that subset of customers to transform that industry, for mm. example, right? So, these are all things things that partner sales, together with our account teams, uh, are continually absorbing and learning. And so, knowing that, uh, it is critical that we connect our partner capability, which is immense, yeah. to be relevant to what's happening you know, in those industries and, and, and segments. Mm. Um, I think the point you make about connection is, is really important because we're not there to be gatekeepers and we're not there to intermediate the conversation. We're really there to get partners engaged early on with the right customers at the right time with the right solution based on that differentiation piece. And I think you've talked about segments, um, and I think that's critically important, 
Partner Sales isn't just one organization, is it? You've got a number of different segment-aligned teams that work with our customers, haven't you? Yeah, look, in terms of how we've organized ourselves here in, in ANZ, um, you know, there's a Partner Sales uh, function within yep. pretty much every uh, go-to-market uh, sales team. Mm-hmm. And so that come back, comes back to that point around continuity. Yeah. Uh, you know, our partners provide continuity on the ground to our customers, mm-hmm. and we want to provide con- continuity from a partner sales perspective to every go-to-market sales function that we have that interfaces with a customer, mm-hmm. um, so that there's consistency in our understanding of what is happening in those territories, right? Which is why it's super critical for our partners to understand very clearly how they align to these segments, because ultimately that's 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 that conduit of that connection as well, isn't it? And, and here, here's a relatively controversial thought. Yeah. And that is- Controversial's good. Let's, <laughs> let's kick off the first episode of Controversy. And, and I'm, and I'm um, a big fan of um, focus yep. and being deliberate. Mm. Yes, you know, if you speak to a partner, uh, they may legitimately have capability that straddles industries, straddles segments and customer types. Mm-hmm. But where, where we have the strongest traction with our customer base is where a partner in collaboration with AWS mm. is solving deep into a use case. Yeah. And so, you know, quite often I will encourage our partners to, yes, keep doing what you're doing. That's, that's mm. all great. I'm not here to tell you how to run your business, but, um, but really go deep on areas that you know you have the highest propensity mm-hmm. and credentials uh, to solve problems. And thus, you've then got the credibility, which then builds up the traction with, within that segment. Bang. I don't think Absolutely. that's all that, I don't think that's all that um, controversial, sorry, but uh, I think that that talks about differentiation and a clear understanding of, of why you as a partner are the right choice. If you do everything, I think the perception is you might not necessarily excel at any one thing. And really, we are obviously looking at to raise the bar continually with our with our customers, but also our partners too. And we're looking for those bar-raising partners who can really stand head and shoulders above the rest within a particular use case. And I think one of the things that your team speaks about um, a lot is the importance around getting good solutions around a use case for a particular industry. Take us through that, Simal. Yeah, look, and great point. Um, AWS is operating at significant scale. Yeah. We have in excess of 200 odd, um, you know, native uh, capabilities within within what we take to market mm-hmm. uh, in, the, in the platform. And so, as you can imagine, that is... Um, a vast amount of capability that our partner community needs to get its head around. Yeah. Right. And so, and so, you know, keep coming back to the principle of what's the customer use case? Mm. What is it that we try and solve? And it's not just operational efficiency. Yeah. It's about business transformation. It, it, it's about enabling a customer to go to new markets, for example. Yeah. Um, but but focus on those things. Stay connected to your AWS uh, sales teams mm-hmm. and partner sales teams to try and get as much intel that comes out of that. Yep. To be able to then say, okay, so what do I need to do? Uh, AI is a hot topic at the moment. Of course. How, how do I how do I um, align myself uh, eighteen months ahead of the curve mm-hmm. to something that we know is going to be of high demand uh, by by you know certifications, uh, developing competencies, and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. So we encourage our partners to always stay plugged into what the future trend looks like. Because really, we're we're asking our partners to help our customers look around those corners. Yes. And I think you, you make a really good point around competencies. Certainly, competencies are 
a great vehicle for us at AWS to understand where a partner's got a great capability because ultimately, um, you know, uh, teams like yours and mine, we work really closely together to equip our partners with the capabilities that, that you're telling us customers need. And competencies are a great way to differentiate as well. But it's also around those solutions, isn't it? Because solutions are, are how we put that into action for our customers to make it real. 100%. And, and, that, and the nuance that... Um, the nuance that the partner brings through that relationship that, that we talked about, the yeah. nuance that our sales and our and our technical uh, capability brings mm-hmm. uh, together, is is a compelling solution. Yeah, right? when you think about it, and we 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 quite often um, talk about the power of three. Yeah, right. So. Um, and and what the power of three is is that you know let's assume there's a there's a scenario where a customer has a specific um, specific requirement mm. um, that requirement cannot be met by one partner capability mm-hmm. it requires AWS and it maybe requires another partner to augment or, or, or complete that total solution mm-hmm. you know in a in a in such a compulsory compelling way that nobody on the planet can actually solve that it becomes other than the three choice. of them yeah. um, which is incredible and kind of and when you talk about customer value uh, that, that customer is deriving the value of three organizations coming together mm-hmm. how cool is that I think it's awesome and we see such great successes here in ANZ yep. with our partners who who work closely together in the consulting space in the in the you know the ISV um, technology space and really together they they level up because really they, the problems are so complex that our customers have, we need to start thinking um, in a way that actually builds that collaboration across these different types of partners to really solve these high, these, these high value problems. Because as you said, it's transformative. Um, our customers are asking for us to help them transform and we can't do it alone. We need our partners to be teaming up with our ISVs. We've got some amazing homegrown ISVs. We really need to get our partners to leverage those to drive these great outcomes for customers, I think. Because we've got so many great success stories. Oh, I'm so so true. Mm. Right. Look again. Um, you know the 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 move to cloud is nowhere near done. Mm. Right. You know we've we've got years ahead of us in terms of. You know, I refer to it kind of as as base camp scaling Everest. Right. Yeah. Base camp one. Um, you know, workload migrations. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, th- that's that's bread and butter. Mm. Uh, it's almost sort of BAU in terms of capability and competency. I think so, And yeah. also providing value back mm. to customers. However, always think what's next C-suite mm. in, a, in, an org- in a company and, and, and drive empathy with the C-suite of that organization. And w- what are they thinking about two or three years down the track? So whilst we're getting to base camp one, how do we drive app modernization? How do we drive modernization and efficiency and, ex- and a better experience for their customers and their employees mm. uh, whilst we're getting to base camp one? Because those, those partners that can think on a bimodal basis um, are the ones that actually start to deliver value to the customer from day one. And I think it really comes back down to being able to understand not the, the services that our customers need. It's actually really those outcomes that our customers need to achieve. Because those are C-suite concerns. You're, you know, we, we know that the C-suite is not necessarily going to be saying we need to migrate. There's going to be a very compelling business reason why that migration needs to happen. It's unlocking the value of cloud. There could be a compelling event. And it's those partners that have got that that clear understanding of of the imperative and and the business reasons behind that that we see get a lot of traction, isn't it? One hundred percent. I think it's it's almost a given mm. uh, in terms of the value of moving to the cloud, cloud, etc. I think we've got to st- almost start the conversation post that. Yeah. Um, okay. It's a given that you're going to get to base camp one. 
because um, it's table stakes now. What's the precisely? Yeah. What's the what's the path from base camp one to two, or one and a half and two, and two and a half? And then how do we get to three? Because that's really where our customers need to be in their own strategic plans going forward. Hundred percent. And so yeah. there's there's this concept, and we're striving to get there here in ANZ, and that is. How do we as an organization, and we're omnipresent present in you know, most organizations' tech um, sort of journey, mm-hmm. how do we as an organization deliberately become trusted advisors yep. to our customers? And so, we've got to think outside of tech. We've yep. got to think outside of IT and into lines of business. Um, how do we enable those lines of business through our partners? Because, you know, n- more often than not, our partners are spending time with lines of business, whether it be our global systems integrators or our born in the cloud SIs or our um, techni- technology partners. They're there already. And They're I already think, there. I love that point you make. And I, I, I find when, when, I, when I communicate back to the partners that I'm privileged to work with, they are very focused on delivery of great quality services because they've got phenomenal skills. They invest in those skills and competencies. They build these solutions um, that make a lot of sense. But they focus on the skills because that's, that, that is obviously a key capability that our customers expect. But what I feel that sometimes partners aren't all that aware of is that they spend time, as you said, with these lines of businesses. They're picking up a great deal of understanding about the particular customer domain. And they need to understand that they need to bank that because that's the experience which they're future customers are going to want to leverage, as I see it. Yeah, spot on, Richard. And you're, you're very astute in terms of you know all of the comments you're making. It's fantastic. Well, it's because I've had uh, some some great experience working with some great partners and folks you like go. yourself, which is great. How about that? But I'll, I'll tell you what, like in all seriousness, this, this concept of um, the power of three that we just discussed before, right? Whatever the partner's capability, mm. they are there and they are engaged across multiple uh, lines of business and buying centers within within customers, yeah. and we, we you know historically you know we're 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 a builder mentality. Mm. We're, we're engaged bottom up. That is absolutely our culture, mm. and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. How, how do we now go to the next level mm-hmm. to to for want of a better term, I guess, leverage the expertise relationships across all of the lines of business that that our collective partner community uh, brings to bear mm. to become trusted advisors for everybody's benefit? And so you talk about force multiplication. Yeah, I mean, that is a classic scenario for you know for transforming a customer through force multiplication mm-hmm. of our partnerships. And I think. What we all need to understand and what I think our, our partners need to understand is that we as AWS, we provide the Lego bricks, yep. um, many of them, and they're fantastic. But our customers really are looking for the Millennium Falcon, and that's really what our partners need to be building to get out there. So it's skills, solutions, addressing that very clear business need, which I think is essential. Um, let's let's pivot a little bit. Let's let's talk about what are those steps that uh, that our partners can leverage to get started with this? How can they stop thinking intentionally about this if perhaps they've been more skills focused in the past? Yeah, look, um, probably two or three things that are core, I think. Um, know your own differentiated capability yep. and know that really well. Mm-hmm. Right? So, you know, if you run into somebody in a lift, um, name me one thing that you, you are absolutely categorically known for. What's the elevator pitch? Right, and so, so know that, mm-hmm. but then use that to correlate with your AWS teams mm-hmm. and and where those customers are to where you fit into that. Yeah. Right? So, 
Uh, and absolutely, this is a bilateral thing. It's not a unilateral thing. Mm. So vice versa, the AWS partner sales and sales teams need to be able to come to you and say, hey, we know you for this. There is this problem over here or this, this demand that's developing. How do we bring you together? Mm-hmm. So, so know that first piece. The second piece is um, be prepared to go deep and own uh, a part of that market or, or a part of that customer sub-segment mm-hmm. or sub-industry. And once you do that, um, it, it amplifies that first piece about who you're known for. Mm. Now you're known for owning that piece of the market. Because you're the natural choice. And in some because instances, you could be the only choice. Precisely. And yeah. so, you know, that then comes with, you know, domain expertise, industry expertise, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So if you, if you get those two pieces connected back to the, to the relevant AWS uh, field teams and customers, mm-hmm. um, you know, yeah, that, that's, a, that's a ticket to world domination <laughs> for you. Perhaps, perhaps not domination, um, but <laughs> we'd like to think value creation for all. There you go. Um, I think you make a really good point about that segmentation. Um, and I think when our partners are focused around skills, they often tend to think about what they do as opposed to in which segments, which domains, which they excel. So what I'm hearing from you um, is that we need to get our partners understanding who are the right partner sales folks to be talking to and to understand what these partner sales folks understand is is your core capability and differentiation because really you can't be a we do all the things partners uh, because ultimately then you, you you lack that cut through. We need to make sure that partners understand the right segmentation for them where they do have this unfair advantage because really that unfair advantage comes from hard-won experience. As we talk about, you know, there's no compression algorithm for experience. That's what our customers keep telling us they want from our partners. They want that experience in their domain to actually drive traction for their particular challenges. Yeah, and that that is so true and the number of times i have meetings with partners mm. with where a partner is talking legitimately about their broad their, their breadth of mm. differentiation when in fact you know the opposite thing is true where if you can show us a sliver that's really deep it becomes much easier for us to connect mm. and quite often the confusion that arises with field teams and customers and partner sales and everybody else is that there's a perception yep. that a partner is too broad, yeah, uh, and the partner's potentially not doing themselves any any um, favors or it, are doing themselves an injustice mm. by not saying actually well, yes we are. I mean it's clear that we are you know broad and we're very successful and etc cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm-hmm. However, this area here in financial services, it's regulatory, mm-hmm. it's this piece within regulatory that we are really good at. And by the way, these are the six customers that we have already mm-hmm. done it successfully for. Let's get you some more. I think it's an interesting point you make. When I work with partners and they've got very broad capabilities, the the reality is for a particular complex domain, you actually need to bring that broad capability to bear because you can't just use one subset of your skills. Um, around a particular industry, it's really about wrapping up all of your broad capabilities and becoming laser focused on a particular outcome. Because that might be, you know, one, it could be several use cases, but sitting underneath that, once you peel it back, there's got to be a great deal of operational capability. Obviously, we've got, you know, security, application modernization, migration, et cetera. All those are things we do to drive an outcome, which our partners are legitimately very widely across. But it's actually getting it honed to a particular point in a particular domain that I think we need to we need to work very actively to get that traction with your team, isn't it? Yeah, it's 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 important, Richard, to articulate the depth of that differentiation mm. 
via an outcome and a use yeah. case. But then it's a given that, you know, you need to have all of the, all the solution other elements lined yeah. up. I mean, there's no point saying, hey, I'm really good at, you know, regularly com- regulatory compliance with APRA for financial services, but then you don't have the competencies and capability mm-hmm. to go deliver that, right? So, it's a given. Yeah. But so, first, first thing is articulate always around outcomes and use case. Mm. Then second piece is um, ensure that you've got all the certs the competencies, mm-hmm. all of the operational capability to back that up uh, and make sure that you're investing from a solution perspective that's going to be relevant in 12 months or 18 months. Mm. Absolutely. And I think that that makes a lot of sense. So, once a partner's done all that and they've identified the right segment leads to be talking to, what's what's next for them? How does, how does that start to, to drive their success? What, what does that start to look like when it's working really well? Oh, look... Um, from 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 a from a connection perspective, that connection point mm. is the trust building piece. Mm. You get through that, and you know let's let's presume that the, you know the partners kind of um, articulated the outcome that they've solved. You know how they how they did it, credentials, etc. We then team, and you know, when teaming is the most effective is when we engage early mm-hmm. on the basis of having propensity based connection of a partner to a yep. use case. When we do that early, um, shut the gates, right? It's it's gonna it's gonna you know we're gonna win, lose, or draw together. Mm-hmm. And regardless of the outcome that we that we attain, the trust that we build through that exercise is what then propels that partner to go and run you know together with our sales teams. So it's trust essentially because ultimately our sales teams are people too, and they work really hard to earn that trust with our customers. Yeah. So they're not going to jeopardize that trust unless they've got a trusted partner to work with. Yeah. yeah. Look, and and you know to the point that we talked about before in terms of um, you know us having a culture of builders, mm-hmm. bottom up engagement with our with our customers. You know we've got a lot of learning and developing to do mm-hmm. um, ahead of us in terms of getting wider to have business conversations, getting wider across different LOBs, mm-hmm. getting wider and higher in the C-suite. Mm-hmm. And so partners are absolutely critical, right? Mm-hmm. And we, we, we can't engage with partners if they're not delivering that value to our customers. We need to know why. 100%. Perfect. Look, I think, um, Samal, that's been, that's been amazing. Thank you so much for this conversation today. And um, unfortunately, folks, that's really all we've got time for. But I hope it's given our audience some really good insights on how we can work better together to serve our AWS customers. Samal, thank you so much for spending time today with us today. Awesome, Richard. Thanks for having me. And for me, thank you for listening to this, our first episode of Partner Buzz. We look forward to joining you in our next episode. 